Damn, it's cold out, Willie, and I hate it. Why do we live here? Why do we live in this state? Seriously, do you think there's some warmer states that are a little less COVID-friendly <laughs> that we could pop over to? I'm not sure if any of them are less or more COVID-friendly than Minnesota, especially right now. We're and like right in the middle always. It's like things are good while the rest of the country's bad, and then everybody migrates up to us, and then things get bad here, and the rest of the country kind of cools off. Yeah, we're just the lukewarm center, except the outside is freezing freaking cold. Right. I'm still pissed that I'm unable to do one of my favorite pastimes, which is go see movies in the theaters mm. without having to worry about outside influences. And one of the movies I really wanted to see in the theater, and I guess I could have if Omicron wasn't so rampant up here in the great north, was uh, The Matrix, the new Matrix movie. Have you seen it? I have, but you don't yeah. have to go to a theater to see it. Correct. You can go over to your local HBO Max subscription and watch it there. Not a sponsor. Which is, which is what I did because I was flipping through my many subscription channels and I was like, oh, thank goodness. It's right there. Anyway, there was this post called, what is the creepiest glitch in the Matrix you've ever experienced? And I just thought I'd share a couple of those with you. Maybe it can uh, trigger something in your mind, whether, I don't know, are you a red pillar or a blue pillar? Would I exit the Matrix or would I stay? Right. Do you want that steak? Do you want to be a celebrity? Do you want to get the girl in the red dress? I honestly feel like I would leave. And I don't know what that says about me. Therapists in the world, don't read too far into this because I, I, I think I would want out. I think I would want to be able to see the reality. That's something we seek on this podcast all the time. The truth. Yes. We're fair and balanced here. So first post, comment. I should say first comment is when I was 14, I went to sleep at my typical time and I woke up two days later in the morning. I went downstairs panicking and asked my family if they knew I had been sleeping for two days and what had happened. The question was ignored and they told me to sit down and have breakfast. How does one sleep that long? What's Maybe the someone... longest you have been asleep for? <laughs> oh, I think I've slept for 18 hours. When I was I, uh, when I was in middle school, seventeen or eighteen hours is is my maximum. But this dude sleeping thirty six hours in order to be able to get to the same time, two days is forty eight hours. He well he went to bed at his normal time and woke up at his normal time the next day. So twenty four oh, yeah, plus yeah. eight, doing some math here with you. So it would be thirty two hours. That's a long time to be asleep. What hit me with another one of these? Had a dream about being on the phone with my great uncle who I hadn't seen in years. Later that day, he called and wanted to talk about the same thing we had discussed in the dream. That Something similar to that has happened to me. Now, this is post The Matrix, and I remember the conversation. I think I was with friends at one of their houses. We might have been playing board games, and I remember this thing was happening. And I stopped everybody and said, I've, I've literally had a dream about all of this. This is surreal. Keep going. And in my dream, I did the same thing. Ooh, this just goes to support my conspiracy theory that the simulation is real. As well as this this commenter that says, uh, I had this crazy vivid dream in seventh grade. I dreamed that we were in a white cargo. Oh, no, no. I dreamed that there was a white cargo van parked outside my house. A man got out, walked to my house, broke in, and then went to my brother's room and killed him. I woke up no freaked out. It was 3 a.m. I couldn't sleep, and I went into the kitchen, turned on the light, and then a few seconds later, the headlights on a white cargo van 
that was parked outside flipped on and it sped away. What? That man saved a, a murder. He he had like a, a precognition about it, like Minority Report. I have another version of something that happened to me. It's not a Matrix moment, but it's similar. It's not like this. Like, I didn't view something before it had happened, but I'm at my parents' house. I'm a kid. I'm in middle school. And I walk into my kitchen, and the next thing I know, I'm sitting on a chair in my living room with a plate with pizza rolls. <laughs> I have absolutely I think... no idea how I got there. I'm pretty sure you would stay in the Matrix, Willie. <laughs> how... <laughs> if you could just have pizza rolls whenever you wanted. <laughs> Wouldn't anybody? Hey, uh, we don't know what just happened, but uh, here's a plate of pizza rolls. We're going to get an email from Totino's and they're going to offer to sponsor us. And that's how we'll know the Matrix is real. <laughs> Totino's pizza rolls. Put them in your mouth, then lick them. What? What? No. That's <laughs> hot and juicy explode in your mouth. Totino's pizza rolls. Welcome to the front podcast of the internet. I'm your host, Scott. And ringing in the new year, my name is Willie. Is this going to be up before the new year? Yes, sir, it is. If our schedule is anything but consistent, which is something I'm really proud of this year, is that we have been consistent. So this episode should be going up a couple of days before the new year. Well, uh, let old acquaintance be forgot and odd lang syne, whatever that means. Is, Welcome are, to our show. Is that the words show. of the song? Yeah, yeah. Are you feeling old? I don't. Really? You feeling any older this year? I'm feeling so old. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. Just I don't know any of the other words. Sure, I'm feeling great, Scott. Now, before we get into the episode, you can find us all over the internet. Don't hit that skip button. Where can people find us, Scott? You can find us on our TikTok. Sub for that podcast. You can find us on our Twitter. Sub the number for that. You can find us on our Instagram. Sub for that. You can send us an email. There's at sub for that dot com. Now. Last episode, we gave thanks to one another for the year that we had. And that's why I gave you that sexy lingerie. Yeah, hugs and hand jobs all around. This week, Scott, I think let's talk more broadly. What are you most proud of from 2021? Because if anything, the way I want to begin this year is I don't want to dwell on the negative from 2021. Well, I think I'm most proud of the fact that we were able to build a little bit of a following, something that we had been kind of butting our heads against the wall up until the great TikTok fiasco, that panic at that disco where we <laughs> suddenly uh, were known for what, what, what was it? Soaking? Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. We were really good at hump religious jumping. sex, <laughs> whatever, whatever they want to call it. So that's what I'm most proud of of 2021. We put in a ton of effort to this show and very, very happy and proud of all of our listeners who continue to join us. Those of you that give us feedback week over week, especially for those of you who know us and do it in person, thank you to the bottom of our hearts. I, I can't speak for Scott, but I'm going to. It, it's been really, really awesome. I'm only letting you guys have two ventricles for now. But I, I will say for me personally, one of the things I'm most proud of in my life is that when I finish this month, I have hit seven months in a row of not missing a day of working out. That's a lie. No, it isn't. You missed a workout the other day. Did I? I didn't go to you, the gym. You told me you 
didn't go to the gym. Yes, but did I miss a workout? I don't know. Does whacking it in the bed count? <laughs> I put on my warm comfies and I went for a 45-minute walk, Scott. Oh, okay. And then, and then whacked it comfortably in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> But nonetheless, I am still proud of myself. It's been a big accomplishment for me. It's something I've worked really hard for. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were doing personal accomplishments. I thought we were tying it into the show, but fuck me. Well, you, I mean, the next time I get to see you in person, yeah, if you're going to wear that little little number I got you. Cue the stripper song. (laughs) Cut it. Too much. Now, there's a lot of people this week Scott, who I think are very, very proud of their accomplishment. I am talking specifically about the James Webb telescope that NASA was able to launch. I would believe that they have nothing else this year to be more proud of. Did they get married? Did they have a kid? Did they, you know, buy their first house, car, etc.? Doesn't matter. Do you they do you are- think do you think that this <laughs> telescope supersedes the birth of a child? This telescope is going to allow us to see potentially our origin story. We're going to be able to see Xenu up and close in high definition. I don't know what that means. The Scientology God. The... <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we're we're just answering all of Tom Cruise's prayers right now. My hot take on this, though, is I think if I work for NASA and I had a big part in this telescope, I would be more proud of this and what it's going to do for humanity than putting out a child. Is your post the one where the person was really proud of their dad and has a picture of him working on the James Webb telescope? Nope. In the subreddit, white people Twitter, there's a post from uh, the user 50 shades of way that says NASA just hired 24 theologians to assess how the world would react if we discovered alien life. And I have a feeling this is the subplot in the season finale of 2021 and is planting the seeds for the main storyline in 2022. Oh, what if, Willie? And I'm not mm-hmm. talking about a Disney Plus show. I'm talking about real life now. Yeah. Or simulated life, if if you're into that. What if we got directions sent to us a la the movie Contact, Jodie Foster, telling us how to build uh, essentially a Nokia 5150 and send it out to a point in space where we could contact aliens. There's got to be people that are listening to this. And I know who you are. And you're thinking, guys, it's a fucking telescope. How great could it be? This thing, the Hubble telescope has let us see amazing feats. So the way that this has been described is let's you say can just use like a regular camera to do that i mean i buy videos of those all the time so i have this piece of paper in front of me there is a period on here at the end of this sentence and if i hold it at arm's length and i look at it there's a tiny little dot there the hubble telescope the best that it could do is it could look at that tiny little space in the night sky and it saw thousands of not stars but galaxies entire galaxies and the james webb telescope is going to do significantly more than that so what it's able to do for us is going to be astounding it's going to send science decades forward i don't know about you but everything that can be hard on me right now is hard prove it (laughs) 
<laughs> please, please don't. Please don't. All right, play the stripper song again. <laughs> Seriously, we gotta cut the song, guys. Come on, cut this. Come on, stop it. We don't have the budget for this. <laughs> now, if you saw uh, aliens, what do you mean? If I saw aliens, this is a when scenario. When I see aliens, how would you react? I, I've said it before on this show. It's about fucking time. I've been waiting for aliens to unite to the world. Although it's probably not going to happen because let's be realistic. <laughs> unite us in fear. <laughs> I think it's going to be one of those situations where either A, they sent us the plans for the James mm-hmm. Webb telescope and we they've just been waiting and they're going to be like, what's up? You know, <laughs> <laughs> or we run into a scenario where we suddenly point this camera and they do one of those things where like we see an alien in the shower and then they look and notice us looking at them and they get all frightened and then like <laughs> the dad alien like sticks his head down and like sends you know an armada to come destroy us so maybe that will be the thing that actually unites the world here's how i want to end this story it's not on my reactions because i'm i'm exactly like scott i would be thrilled i'd be over the moon if we got to see aliens, but I want to give a recommendation. Audible is not a sponsor of this show, but there is a book that I read. You can get it in physical form. You can get an audiobook form, but I first listened to it. It is called Hail Mary. It's by the same author that wrote The Martian, Andy Weir. It is a book about the end of Earth and mm. their final outreach into space to get to the precipice of what's causing the Earth to die and it's the tale of the main character's journey there and rediscovering how he got there and maybe he finds a friend along the way i mean that's the real story isn't it the friends we meet along the way the journey it's actually a really good book scott so i i know you don't know how to read but no the martian was a good book so i believe it i like him as a writer well you started off uh, with a story that's a little out there so to speak willie Pardon the pun, but I'm going to I'm going to bring it back to reality for a second. James Webb telescope. That was never launched. Moon's not real. Earth's flat, Flat. man. Earth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So back here on our flat Earth, we have something to look forward to. We have two stories this week that are related. I'm trying to figure out which one to start with. So I think I'm just going to go with the one that is more closely related to the end of 2021. This started earlier this year, and it was the vaccines, right? The vaccines that we got for COVID and its subsequent variants and boosters and whatnot. But that little technology called mRNA, this week in r slash futurology, the post is titled BioNTech, who's uh, partnered with Pfizer to make the COVID vaccine. Their mRNA cancer vaccine has started phase two clinical trials, and it can target up to 20 mutations. Now, if you know anything about cancer is that it's fucking hard to kill and it fucking sucks because it's insidious. It does not stop. It does not tire. It just mutates and mutates and mutates. And so The hope was that the way that mRNA technology has worked on COVID is that it could be adapted and potentially take on many, if not eventually, all forms of cancer. And so this great news from interestingengineering.com reveals that actual humans from the United States who have not seen anything from the James Webb telescope quite yet will be starting to receive these trials. How amazing is this? 
it's so cool to think that we are living in a world where a bunch of things are happening. I took a road trip for the first time, and I've said this on the show before, this isn't meant to be a flex because they're very much affordable nowadays, but I, I drove my Tesla to northern Minnesota, and I used autopilot the whole way, Scott. I didn't drive. The car drove itself and got us there safely, and I was asking my dad, who was in the passenger seat, I was like, did you ever think that there would be a point in our lives where this would be the reality? I never yeah. thought we would be there. I never in a million years thought that I would live to see self-driving cars. Maybe when I was in my old age, 70s, 80 years old, maybe if you can get to that age, did I think that this would be the reality. And to think that something that can defeat cancer based on this shitty, shitty pandemic that we've lived through is potentially going to become a reality for millions of people is outstanding because cancer is not something anybody wants to have to go through ever. I think no. it's one of the biggest fears people live with is my family member, my grandparents, they got cancer. Is that inevitably going to happen to me? This I think is a huge breakthrough for humanity. Yeah. One of the comments that I found really, really interesting is that somebody said, what some people might not realize is that your immune system is constantly finding cancerous cells and killing them before they multiply into a big problem. This is why a lot of the blood tests for cancer in development aren't quite ready to put into constant use. They're so sensitive that they pick up the presence of these little cancers that won't actually develop and give people false positives. So this vaccine is giving your immune system the blueprints to find specific sets of cancerous cells extremely easily. Seeing a lot of the comments based on potential misunderstandings of the technology behind this, so I thought I'd share in hopes that it makes understanding a little easier. I just thought about this. There's this current rhetoric that a specific subset of America wants to say that science, like, why would somebody want to believe in science? They're, you know what? Fuck them. Fuck that entire side of people that don't believe in science. We're going to get fucking excited on this show. We just talked about how we send alien discovering telescopes into space and how one of the worst things in human history has potentially created one of the best things in human history. So if you're a non-science supporter, suck everything that you can into your lungs and try <laughs> oh, oh, that's a hot take from Scott over there. I don't Just make sure you I don't disagree with him. I think we're going to be telling stories about those idiots for a very long time because it's surreal. You just there's no way that somebody can exist like that and in all reality not be saying a joke. I I don't understand, but I don't think I'll ever understand how somebody can get through life being that stupid. But this week in the subreddit suspiciously specific, there's a post. It asks a question and it says, do you ever wonder how many stories have been told about you? I don't mean rumors or gossip. A story like one time I was at the mall and this girl dropped her hot dog, but she picked it up and ate it. What if I'm that girl? How many times have people seen me <laughs> do something I thought no one saw and is now being used as an icebreaker at a family dinner? Hmm? I saw this post title, but I didn't read anything more into it. I think that's a really great thing. I, I hope it's kind of one of the things that maybe after you move off of this plane of existence and you get to meet Zeno in person, that 
there's kind of like a replay <laughs> of, uh, you know, what your life has been like. And then you get to see like how you can click on the thing where like everybody else talked about you. And, and it's going to probably kind of be like uh, social media today where you're just like, oh, everybody's really mean. <laughs> and like, I'm glad I'm dead because otherwise I would kill myself if I had to go through and like, you know, because yeah, let's yeah. be real. Yeah, yeah, let's be real. Are there any great comments or like stories where people have found out about these things secondhand there is so there's a comment directly in the first part of the post that says one time i was in this historical park in new york and i was climbing a tree in order to get a good photo and then i fell out just as a family was walking past (laughs) now two years later i ran into the mom at a stop and shop and she gasped and said oh my god it's tree girl (laughs) <laughs> and I've never been the same since. Do you think that you have done something where you're the story? Like you are the icebreaker? Yes. Before our TikTok blew up, I told this story and I think it's relevant to tell today. Now, I was dating somebody. I was living in downtown Minneapolis. It was cold. It was a cold December morning. And I had... I mean, Minneapolis streets, there's like no parking. So you find what you can, right? City streets. Mm -hmm. So I have my headphones on and I'm walking down the street. And Scott, you and I have talked about this. We've said this story before. I'm a gassy person. Let's just get that out of the way. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Do you remember what episode we recorded this on? No. Because it's like a treasure hunt now for people to just like go back and it's like, can you find this? Go Should find we give a reward? Should we have first people... per- first person to do it? I will give you a hundred dollar gift card if you can if you find email, it. There's that sub for that dot com. If you do it, I'll, I'll seriously episode, I'll give you a hundred dollar gift card. Yeah, your episode and timestamp. Treasure hunt. So here's the deal. I'm walking down the street. I've got my headphones on, and I'm like, sometimes, dude, you just got the walking toots. You're just like, <laughs> and I'm just going. But I think I'm alone. It's like six thirty seven in the morning. And then what happens, Scott? I turn around. (laughs) And there's this poor college girl. She doesn't have headphones. And she's staring me dead in the eyes as I just fart walk, as I just crop dust her for quite literally half a block. She has to feel my fart on her face. It's probably a little bit warmer than the air outside. So maybe maybe she was into it, you know. <laughs> she, she's rubbing her hands, staying warm. Okay, get close. This is good. This is good. You, you know it would have been real bad if she had just like started been like, oh, like loosening the scarf, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Has anything like this happened to you? Do you think you're the the butt of any story? Speaking of wintertime activities, <laughs> I have definitely been that person where I've eaten shit in a parking lot. And I'm not talking about like from a bag or anything. I'm saying like. I eat just shits w- like you for breakfast. Yeah. I, I remember I was walking to class once and I had parked and it had snowed and done a little bit of sleet the night before. So I was kind of just in a hurry. And then it was just one of those home alone things where your foot flies up and <laughs> literally your ass over tea kettle <laughs> and just slam into the ground. And I've got like a backpack underneath me too. So I'm kind of like arced over this. And because I understand like how comedy works on TV, I just wanted to like lay there and not only be in pain for a second, but I wanted to appreciate the fact that like anybody that's watching this, I'm just going to like give them the full experience. Like they're just <laughs> seeing this on their, their personal television station. 
And I'm just saying like, uh, <laughs> and then you do, you do one of those things where you like slowly roll over on one side and like get back up and brush yourself off and then limp into <laughs> the building. But yeah, I have definitely eaten shit in a parking lot. So you're welcome world. Whoever was watching from the window of their car or, you know, just like walking, leaving the building at the time. Congratulations. I do genuinely want to hear people's worst stories because there's got to be tons of them out there that are better than ours. Us two idiots. I know we've done some stupid shit, but some of you out there have some fantastic stories and the best ones might make it onto this show. Well, speaking of eating shit this week in r slash world news, the U.S. Army has said, Hey, COVID, why don't you eat shit and die? (laughs) That's right. The U.S. Army creates a single vaccine effective against all COVID and SARS variants. This is a true thing. On the website defenseone.com, if you have an ad blocker, it will uh, prevent you from seeing the article. (laughs) But within weeks, Walter Reed researchers expect to announce that human trials show success against Omicron and even future strains of COVID. Willie, This is continuing on. Like I said, my stories were similar this week, but all of our stories are kind of great in terms of like where things are going. I would agree. Outside of our stupid, dumb stories of doing dumb shit. I I was going to say, maybe maybe not the last one, but it it goes (laughs) to prove that we we are human, you know, and we're not we're not going to be mute, uh, you know sexing with aliens quite yet here's how i think i want to end the year and for those of you who are late listeners start 2022 it was february of 2020 when all of this happened when everything went down when we said we're gonna lock the doors march it was march february is kind of like when it started hitting its peak and was getting overseas okay i will succumb it was early 2020 when all of this happened and We didn't know what to expect. We thought it might be a quick two-week vacation. We'll come back to work. Needless Mm -hmm. to say, what I think we've gotten to today is one of the most stressful holiday seasons we've ever dealt with. More anxiety and depression out of society in general. This is a tough, really challenging time. But the people that are on the front lines creating a potential for us to not transition this pandemic to an endemic are the ones that I think are the biggest heroes of 2021. I read that post this week, uh, a bunch of leaders within technology and science and the World Health Organization, the CDC had said, we think we're ready to begin calling this an endemic, which means like the common cold. There's an end in sight? No. Endemic means where humans exist, it exists meaning it will never go away. Oh, okay. It will go on through the perpetuity of the human race. It'll just be. Correct. So we will go from living with COVID to it being a thing, right? Like, hey, every year we got to fight COVID, we got to fight the flu, whatever it might be, but we won't see an end in sight. But this, what you're talking about, I think has the potential to have an end to the pandemic. We could end the pandemic making it an endemic no nope. uh, two d's nope. two d's two d's endemic just has one d this will be two d's we want double d's willie everybody wants double d's scott 
I don't think there's a situation where we don't want double Ds. Who can describe to me when a double D is a bad thing? Can you? I I can't think of a, a situation. The the article has has been pretty uh, clear on like with Omicron, there's no way to escape the virus. So that's got everybody freaked out, right? We're, we've basically had scary death holiday 2020 mm-hmm. to oh yay the summer's come and gone and things kind of you know uh, they're getting a little bit better this is awesome to scary death holiday 2021 you know it's back it's gotten so bad that even like south park creators made two one-hour specials on it so far who knows how many more are coming for this sliver of light this glimmer of hope that we are potentially going to be rid of the thing that has almost shut down the world completely this is what I want to carry. This is the positivity that I want to bring into 2022 and not have it be a 2020 also. See what I did there? I definitely see what you did there. I think that you and I are both aligned, and I hope the rest of the listeners are as well, that 2022 has the potential to be a positive year. There's so much progress we've made, and I'm really proud of how we're ending this year. So let's cross our fingers and let's hope. That's right. Double cross. Cross everything that you can. Fingers, toes, prehensile penises, everything that you can cross. Just tie a knot in it. Put a bow. You have one of those too? You don't. But I think the way that we end the year, Scott, is we talk about instead of upvotes and downvotes, let's hit them with an upvote. Scott, we just finished the holidays. There's still more to come. Like, we just didn't stop doing them. They're like, they're going to continue again. They'll come back next year. We finished the holiday season. Here's the deal. Scott, it was this crazy, the hectic, the nuts time of year. (laughs) (laughs) What? I used to think you were crazy, Willie, but now I can see your nuts. (laughs) (laughs) There was a, there was a post from the subreddit made me smile this week. That is my upvote of the week. And it says, this is such an amazing idea. We got our husbands matching shirts for family Christmas without oh, yeah, I saw telling this one. them. <laughs> it was so, so funny. It's a video of all of these husbands of like four different women walking into this like convention center. I, hopefully it's COVID safe. Pre-COVID and, probably. Probably. And every single hopefully. one of them is wearing a plaid green and white button up and they're all the same. And it's just like, you never would have expected it. You never would expect to walk in and see dudes that you, you get to talk to every few times. Maybe you play video games together. Maybe you're only friends at these types of gatherings, but what an uplifting, fun little moment for all of those wives. Yeah. We'll post the video in the show notes so you can take a look at it, but it's just hilarious because all of the dads clearly had no idea that their wives had planned this. And <laughs> it's, it's just, you got to watch it. Well, my upvote of the week is also positive and uplifting. It's the workers cereal killed it. The Kellogg strike is over, Willie. We did it, man. That's right. We did it. We right here. We were the, uh, the main drivers of it. You're welcome. Uh, Kellogg strikers, <laughs> but they've got a new union contract. The weeks of struggle are now over. They've got wage increases. They weakened something called the two-tier system. You guys know what that means. And they prevented the closing of plants through 2026. 
So congratulations, all you guys. You did it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. We really appreciate you today and every day since the beginning of this crazy hectic year. So thank you so much. Don't worry. We're just getting started. We've only begun on this journey for this podcast. So stay tuned to 2022 and what we're going to bring you in the coming year. And remember, no matter what you're into, whether it's one second before disaster, QAnon casualties, ready or not game, or not how girls work, there's a sub sub for that. There's a sub, a sub for that. There's a sub for that. There's a sub, a sub for that.